All right, let's do it. When you are ready, Bill. We are live, everybody. <laughs> We're also on tape. We are deep down in the bowels of this music. It's episode 78. 78? 78. Oh, 78. I was thinking about about, uh, music. 78, that's cool because uh, Mike's a music guy and we're in a music uh, building. And 78s, I had a 78. 78s were the records back in the day. There was the 33 was the LP, the albums. Yep. And the 45s, we talked about 45s before, those little ones you put on the thing with the little thing and the, the singles. The 78s were from back in the 30s and 40s. I had two. I had one from Tommy Dorsey and I had one from Bing Crosby. Well, what are they, what are shape? <coughs> they're uh, they big, they're big very, records? very heavy. They're heavy, heavy. They're in between the 45 and the 33 in yeah. size. But they're like a like a disc discus, yeah. like uh, Dylan Armstrong could throw these things. Did Buck used to play some? Yeah, music Buck and uh, my mom uh, Jelly. They uh, they had a we had a huge huge uh, stereo. You know the old stereos where the big speakers and on the top they had a. On the top they had a. Um, uh, you know, you turntable, yeah. and then and then and then uh, or the bottom turntable, and you had a ra- ra- radio thing there, and we put them on. You put the needle on it, and then you blast out the whole townhouse. Did you have like a green carpet? Was it a smoky room? Like what was your? Uh... It was uh, orange, orange shag carpet, yeah. orange walls with those big wooden spoon and wooden fork in <laughs> the. Uh, and there was nicotine all over there. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. was, did your parents smoked, right? Or... Uh, yeah, yeah. My mom smoked. That's what killed her. And my dad smoked until he uh, quit smoking and drinking on the same day in '82, I think it was, and then he. Got got really fat and he ate horribly and had a whole bunch of heart attacks so, but but he lived for longer than he should have anyway the point is this he used to get out of the uh strauss, out, the strauss drops gave him a few extra oh a lot of a lot of years yeah, he used yeah. to get out of the shower you know this is how bad it was back then you don't even notice it until now but you get out of the shower you know you take a long hot shower and there'd be like streaks of yellow coming down the side because <laughs> yeah. it's all the nicotine right and you i didn't know what it was you'd wipe it down then i realized later you know after mom i had lung cancer holy shit i've been living in this whole house of uh i probably don't have long to go either but anyway probably it was not. um mike's one the, runs the pipe in the point is the 78 records uh when he said 78 i couldn't think of anything but 78 the records people out there of a certain vintage will know they're really cool i had two and, um, and they were so heavy and brittle that if you tapped them, they would shatter. They weren't like vinyl. They were like harder. Do you like, remember the 78s, right? A- absolutely. I remember the 78s. Yeah. And they were um, about three minutes of recording time on those guys. Yes. And, and uh, then they got into the smaller records, which you could actually get a full length uh, yeah. album on. And, and plus more durable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah very cool. Uh, it, but for me, thanks for asking, Marty. 1978. Oh, Van Halen. Van Halen eruption. Here we go. And is that from Diver Down? No. Uh, Van Halen. Oh, Van Halen. I think Van Halen. Called, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this song in particular, when it came on on the radio, is that Girl You Really Got Me Now? No, same album. Same album. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this is a great song. I can listen to the whole thing. Yeah. Great album. I wish we could have more musical backing on the show. Anyway, but but here's the deal with uh, with Van Halen. When that song came out and people would hear it on the radio, guitarists would hear it on the radio. They were like, "What is this? Mm-hmm. What? How is this being played?" And just spawned this whole generation of uh, even to this day his reach and what he has done is still it's iconic and just amazing. It almost sounds like. Hendrix kind of sparked that too, though, right? Like 10 years before. Wah-wah with pedal, that, with distortion. The, with that distortion. But yeah. that, he, that's more like crisp, like yeah. a crisper sound. Than, than he used to call it the brown sound because mm-hmm. it had that tone. It wasn't harsh. It wasn't edgy. But he would hide his back to the audience uh, and do all this finger tapping stuff because he didn't want anybody to copy what he oh, was wow. doing. Mm-hmm. His, his playing style... Uh, River Song was he on River Song? If River Song was available while he was alive, Eddie would, Eddie would at that time, that. I'm sure he would be yeah. playing it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Fantastic show today. Reader's Digest returns his third time joining us on this show. We have Sally Martin, the executive director of Valid Dreams Foundation, Big Black History Month event coming up this Saturday at Mike's Stomping Grounds, Colombo Lodge. Colombo Lodge, yeah, Italian. where the uh, hey. South Sora Italians are, that's right. Also, Logan Stankoven, we have a clip from him. He's ripping it up again. Today we're gonna do things a bit different. We're gonna talk about what's going on with the mayor, you and I, and then ask him about it later. So, Deputy Mayor's role. What's going on with this right now? 
the last time we had Reed on, or maybe the first time, I think it was the last time, we asked the mayor about council's concern about him not attending as many um, events as they'd like him to. And he not, had his rebuttals. He's saying, this is, I was... Not I attending team building yeah. meetings. He, he, he explained all of why he, why he wasn't yeah. and all that. Council was of the opinion that if the mayor is not going to, like previous mayors, uh, attend these events and be more involved, then perhaps they should look at, at reviewing what a deputy mayor's role is. A deputy mayor is basically a rotating thing. Every month, one of the councillors becomes uh, is a deputy mayor and acts on behalf of the city when the mayor is otherwise busy. And the role hasn't been well defined previously. Well, it's, it's basically been if the mayor's on vacation, if the mayor's busy doing something else and, and he can't make it to an event, well, the deputy mayor, one of the councillors, this month your deputy mayor, you go and you represent the city in lieu of the mayor who's busy or away on business or whatever. Um, this, because the council believes that the deputy mayor's role under under Mayor Hamer Jackson, may be more involved, may be more robust. They are discussing amongst themselves whether to uh, redraw the parameters and say, let's define the role. Maybe it has to be more than what it has been. It's Katie Newstater, Dale Bass, Bill Sarai, and Michael O'Reilly. They're the first four in the rotation of deputy mayors. They were the first four from October, November, uh, November, December, January, February. Katie is right now the deputy mayor for February. So those first four are the, are the four on council who have experience being the deputy mayor. So they have decided to talk amongst themselves, come up with some ideas as to as to what they think the deputy mayor's role should be. Should it be expanded? Should it be redefined? They'll report back to the rest of their council members. And from there, I don't know where it's going to go. Um, the mayor's not involved in this. And uh, whether or not uh, it becomes a vote on council for a bylaw, whether it becomes just an informal thing that council wants to do, we'll find out. That was the mayor. Sorry, he's outside waiting. But yeah. um, this is kind of, this all stems though from the January 10th meeting too, the team, this whole team building thing mm -hmm. that he missed. And after that, the team player thing came out with yeah. Dale Bass speaking on behalf of council, yeah. saying he's not being enough of a team player. The so bottom line is, in, 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 they, if, they feel like he, if because you want to he's not going to be there. He's not, they don't think the mayor is being involved as much as he should be. The mayor disagrees, so they're doing this. Yes. Basically, okay. that's we'll what We'll ask him about that to. and see how he feels about that. Yes. We also want to ask him about the council meeting that ran long last week. Yes. In part because of public um, the public speaking. At the beginning of every council meeting, there's a, there's a public inquiry session where the public can come up. Anyone can come up and can they speak, speak to and ask questions of anything on the agenda. The previous mayor, Ken Christian, and I think mayors before that, limited each participant to five minutes. You've got five minutes to ask some questions because they don't want it to drag on. Mayor Hamer Jackson is of the opinion that the voters put them in there so they should have unlimited time at the microphone. The last meeting went four and a half, five hours long, uh, primarily because the, the beginning of the meeting, there was a lot of people coming up talking about issues on the agenda. And, 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 and other than just ask questions, they were going on and on and talking about it. I thought it was very, very uh, informative. I thought it was very you wrote uh, a calm because democratic. Democratic, yeah. Um, I see uh, Dale Bass has now um, has, has put forth a, a notice of motion that will be uh, discussed on February 28th, the next council meeting. She is, she is asking that they put that five-minute limit back in and they, and they codify it in the bylaws. So you're also a fan of that. I, I don't see a problem with that because I understand what they're saying is they're, they're tired. That day, they, they, they had a 13-hour day. Uh, and her argument, and I, and I see it, was that um, people could come and ask questions, but we should have a five-minute limit because it was a 13-hour day. And by the time council went from their meetings to the regular meeting to the in-camera meeting to the public hearing, they're pretty mentally tired. They're not as sharp as they could be, yeah. and it's not fair to people who are waiting to see them. But the mayor is not a fan of the time limit, our current mayor. Well, we'll ask him. Yeah. We'll ask him today whether or not he's he's okay with that. I yeah. know that he said at that meeting, he says, just to be clear, there's no time limit, say your piece. I'm not sure whether he, we'll ask him what he thinks of Dale Bass's idea, whether it's good or bad. I liked the meeting because it was, I mean, it was long, but I liked the fact that everyone could talk as much as they want and they can get their expressions out. And we learned a lot of that meeting. On the other hand, I understand what Dale and the other counselors are saying. Yeah. You can't do that every single time because you're going to get exhausted. There has to be a happy medium. And we're also going to ask him about um, social disorder, about BC housing, about Ask Wellness. Have you had any conversations? You, ran, you yeah. ran on those types of things. Can you update us update on Update us that? on some of what those. What else is on his mind? Yep. Yeah. Because we're going to get accused of, oh, you're just trying to uh, rile things up between the current council. <laughs> no, we'll and see what else. The, the things are happening. There, I mean, there's a lot of stuff happening at council, and I'm going to actually probably write a column next week about, you know, it's 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 not all um, it's not all as uh, you know a mess. I mean, it, it looks messy from the outside. 
Katie Newstater, the current deputy mayor and counselor, she wrote a column in today's newspaper, February 8th, uh, Camelot This Week, and she talked about how she acknowledges it looks kind of crazy from the outside, but they're getting stuff done behind the scenes. I'm going to write a little bit about what they've gotten done so far, and I, I think people should, you, you could criticize council, but you should also note when they've done some things, and they have done some things. Mike, we did some things last weekend, didn't we? What did we get up to? myself, you, and Chris? Well, you know, it was the uh, Special Olympics. Yes. So uh, in uh, in honor of the Special Olympics and all the athletes that were coming to town, we decided that we would uh, play um, floor hockey, which is, which is uh, using those rings, which is new for me because I've always been a wicked slap shotter. Um, but the, the <laughs> ring and the stick thing, it seems pretty, pretty cool. Now, we had to bench folds right away. We had to bench folds because he had had a few too many club cars. And yes, yeah. club cars, you know what actually wasn't the consumption? It was they were so good. Well, I couldn't it, stop drinking them. I thought it was, it, was, it tasted like a, 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 like a fruit drink and I forgot. See, I had, I got a, um, uh, a sinus infection about nine days ago. And, and this is true. The last time I had a drink was January 29th. And today is February 8th. And that's the longest I've ever gone without having a drink. <laughs> and I feel really good. I feel clear. So I wasn't used to it because my body wasn't used to it. And um, so then when I was on the bench <clears throat> and I was feeling a little bit drought, you know, a little bit dizzy, uh, someone brought me a couple of uh, McDonald's coffees, woke me right up. Right up. Yeah. Right up. What flavor were you having? Was it the sea breeze, the berry crush? The berry crush. Malba, berry it was, crush. The berry crush because it's uh, it's it's a very good uh, medley of berries. The, uh, the pineapple mojito is one of my faves. Uh, and what I like about all of those drinks is that they're not sugary, so you don't feel that no, you don't, yeah. sugary no. aftershock. No. Uh, for some reason, like, you're on the bench too. I had to bench you just because you weren't playing very well. well I was you, tired. <laughs> you, took out, you took out your berry crush, right? And then we went to the Aberdeen Playland with all the other players. We took them out for, for a McDonald's session, right? We went to the mm -hmm. Playland, and you're starting to have your berry crushes like this, and it's celebrating the big win with the Peach Melba. And everyone's all dirty. The shirts are dirty. So we had to go to Gord's to get a washing machine. Washing machine, yeah. That's yep. right. That's right. Yep. And uh, it's, it's amazing how clean those washing machines get clothes. And while the, you know, the clothes were washing, we were on our skibbies, you know, still respectable. We were very tired from all that drinking and playing. So we had a really good nap on a... On a, a sort of mattress. But I didn't realize that you were uh, European. Yeah, like it just the g-stringy thing yeah, that you were well, wearing you know, is kind of interesting those mattresses yeah. by the way it's fabulous free february interest-free silly mattresses right now oh, there you go at uh at there you go. good timing awesome amazing yep oh but folds actually one more thing he's been banned now from the special olympics because he was actually making bets on some of these games well bet stamp had uh, had i uh, went to bet stamp bet stamp bet stamp that's right what is it it's the travago of uh, of betting so if you go if you want to get a hotel room and you don't want to go to 500 sites to find the best uh, hotel room you go to travago or one of those sites hotels.com and they kind of do all the work for you and get you the best rate bet stamp does the same thing for betting lines and you can pick the best odds uh, for your for your bet they call that line shopping the best place to do it it's an app you have to download called BetStamp. Use the promo code Kamloops last week. We don't <laughs> encourage overconsumption. We don't encourage gambling on the Special Olympics. No. But that's what you did. Yes. And you had to go. Yes, yeah. I'm human. Hey, we have to go to our next segment. We're still looking for a sponsor for Reader's Digest's most popular segment. By the way, 360 subscribers now. <laughs> I can't lose last week. What are you doing up here? Are you flickering things around? I, I thought you were talking about the sponsorship oh, of yeah. the uh, Magic Mirror and behind actually me. Actually, we are now. I mean, we're looking for a Magic Mirror sponsor, too. What would they get with that, Mike? Well, uh, the entire whiteboard right behind us and also full screenshot of the Magic Mirror and, and, and what's going on. Every time you talk and you're an integral part of the show, there it is. Maybe it's a garage door company. We pull down the garage door at the back at the start of the segment. The Magic yep. Mirror brought to you by Name Your Company, You're In. So today, Reader's Digest brought to you by nobody except Gord's Appliance and Mattress Center. We have you know this wonderful Whirlpool here. Um, and if you want something in a lower price range, I do have a floor model for sale right here. Let's go and have a look inside here. Um, oh, always knock first, just in case there's a salad dressing inside. <laughs> but it, <laughs> I just can't right, right just cracks me up. Funny story, I had a gentleman in here yesterday and he brought his blanket in. He was here three times and I finally realized he was an undercover cop.
These dad jokes are undeniably painful. But there is nothing, nothing cringeworthy about the service at Gorge. What, 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 what picture what, do you want up there? If we're, you don't like that, what picture do you what want? What picture do you want? I think it's, it's a great photo of you. Normal. That's not like, normal. That's, right. not, that's you making a speech to the city. But, yeah, you, I wear I, that all the time. Point. It's no, not, that's, that's a special occasion. That's when you. This it's is inauguration. State, yeah, but you, you're going to have a state of the city address every year. You're going to dress up. You're going to do that. You're going to look all professorial. You're going to get my chain back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where your chain of office is. Where is the chain of office? Where's the chain of office? Where's the mayor's chain of office? It's allegedly. What happened to it? Allegedly, you told me that it was in the landfill. Allegedly. No. What happened was there was a break-in at City Hall, a yeah. couple of break-ins, and yeah, one of the break-ins, uh, yeah. they stole the mayor's chain of office, yeah. and it went missing. Some, too bad they didn't have cameras at the time. There's a rumor around town, unsubstantiated, and we can't write on something we don't know uh, to be true. There's a rumor that the chain of office was found in a homeless encampment uh, on, the, on, on the river, maybe by Mac Island, I think. And there was a rumor that the bylaws officers, community service officers, were cleaning it up you know, as they're supposed to do, clean up the river, and it inadvertently got thrown out with the trash. No. That's a rumor. Is that true or not? Do you know anything That's else? That's a rumor that I got. Well, I, I, that's all I know. That's all I know. It's your chain of office. I, I got it from you, though. <laughs> <laughs> and we heard it from other people, but like I say, it's like social media. You hear this stuff, but a rep reputable news organization is not going to report on it unless you find out about it. We have been looking into it. We can't find any proof that that's the that's the case. Okay, it's probably it's probably just uh, it's gone now. Yeah, I have no reports that suggest otherwise. Here's a quick question: There was supposed to be uh, there was a contest that was cut short about uh, redoing it, having artists come and redo it, but for some reason it just didn't go anywhere. Are you going to get a new one made? Well, actually, at the time I uh, said to our EA, I said, "Don't worry about the chain for me." Okay, okay. don't you, worry. You don't about care about the chain. I don't care about the chain. Okay. Yeah, fair enough. It was thirty six hundred dollars just to. Anyways, well, forget the chain. Okay. I was just joking. No, no chain. Okay, no I think, chain. I think there, we're going to start all of these just by asking you what's on your mind. What's on your mind, top of mind, as far as the city, city politics? What's the number one thing you're thinking about this week? Uh, this week, I'm thinking about, uh, well, we've been thinking about the, our strategic planning, which we're going to be getting into again next week, which is, you know, very positive. Our last, uh, last meeting was very positive. Uh, we had two days, solid days, but... Uh, we need an extra day, you know, because um, you know a lot of topics on the go, and you know, I think it was really positive that everybody was, you know, agreeing on the same. Who's in the meeting? Uh, we've got all the the um, all the council council and no one and, else. And, and, no, we've got um, city staff. Staff is there too, that, and they're yeah. talking about yeah. okay. Good. Yeah, and I can't talk anything a lot about what sure. uh, we're talking about, but you know, top of mind was was safety of the community and and housing so you know all that's right. just that's about all i can say about that right okay now. well we we're going to ask you about that any interesting conversations with uh interior health or ask wellness or anybody in the provincial government that you can share as far as um working on crime issues or social disorder anything that you can tease any news you can give us yeah actually i actually talked to susan brown actually i think i told you guys i early on i i picked up the phone and talked to susan brown and uh met with her had a, a meeting with her early on and uh CEO of Interior Health. Yes, yeah, CEO yep. of Interior Health, and uh, had meeting with her, and then her staff got a hold of me, and you know we're talking about complex care, which I think is very important. I mean, I really think we need recovery also, but complex care is for some of the worst people that you know are struggling the worst mm -hmm. on our streets today, and. Uh, and in talking to her, I, I learned that they'd brought uh, half a dozen proposals to the city, which, you know, everybody thinks. As a matter of fact, I was at a mixer at uh, North Shore last night, and there was a guy saying, well, the interior health, this, interior health. Well, actually, interior health had brought uh, half a dozen proposals to the city for complex care. And, um, you know, we had some meetings, and, and uh, again, that's when I announced it a little bit early. But, mm -hmm. uh, yep. you know, we got four complex care um, beds up and yeah. going. We're going to get another 16 here in the near future. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a positive thing. Uh, we got, you know, car 40 going on, and we've got, uh, we're going to be getting 150 um, parking spots up at the hospital. Right. Um, uh, Interior Health, are, they're doing strategic planning on what they can help better with um, services. And they're also going to come in front of council here to tell what, what stuff they've been doing because they haven't you, been in front would of council. You, would you like Interior Health to come back, uh, come council on a regular basis in a public meeting so council and the public can have a regular update on what the healthcare situation is in town? Do you think that's a, a thing that could, could be done on a regular basis? 
I don't know. They're busy doing their thing. I'm not you know, talking every month, like quarterly. Yeah, yeah. You every know, three months or so. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, I, I guess we'd have to talk to them about yeah. that. You know, but uh, you know, I was quite shocked to find out that you know, because I always was led to believe that it was all Interior Health's doing of, of why the complex care has been sitting on the shelf for two years. And, mm-hmm. But then I learned, you know, a little bit different. And it was, you know, and we, you know, we, we, you know, I got together with staff and CAO Trawin and we came to some resolve and, and then talked to Interior Health and they were all good and everybody's good. And the only thing I did was make a mistake by, uh, by putting, in, put, it, putting it in my yeah. mayor's report when yeah. it's supposed to be going through the yeah. provincial government. But I did phone and apologize and and uh, what's well, a learning curve? Every, everybody yep. was, you know. It, matter of fact, uh, one lady in Interior Health, she said, "You know what, Reed? It just shows how excited you are that s- some stuff's getting done." So, and and I was excited about it. So, Deputy Mayoral, what do you make of the situation right now? Four councils are meeting. They're talking about the job description. What are your thoughts on how that is shaking down? I, I mean, I'm not sure what the what the deal is there uh, because you know when I was picking the deputy mayors, um, you know we all talked about it. So you know you know for instance one uh, councillor didn't want March because she was going on holidays, and so we we all we talked about that. So um, you know so I didn't just you know the mayor the mayor is allowed to pick the deputy mayor's positions, but I did talk to everybody about that, and and um, so I, I don't know what. Um, I don't. I don't know what the deal is. There. Do you feel like it's a shot at you? I mean, do you feel like it's they're taking a shot at you? Do you? I mean, they come out and said it's the team building and the team participation thing, and because he hasn't been at events, so we need to form you know a new job description because he's not going to be there. Well, I think I think we got clear last time we were here about the events. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and maybe maybe in some cases I think Christopher you were saying that you know in some cases maybe I should go there and then thank all the other people that, yeah, yeah. that did it but not, you're not boast but, you're but again if I'm in the middle of and I know that two counselors are at a at a function where there's got to be a couple words said and it's an event that's not going to happen until 2027 and I'm in the middle of a meeting with a bunch of housing units and we need housing mm-hmm. we need tax dollars we we need this stuff and I, I'm in the middle of a meeting and instead of stopping the meeting you know, I get texting, which I don't like to do in meetings, but I text to see if one will, yep. will go ahead and do it. And uh, and and again, I I mean, I've been out and around. I'm I'm out. Hey, they can catch me at three, yeah. four o'clock in the morning if they want to get up at that time of the day. And do you start. think it's needed? This is pointless. Then do you think it's? Do you think I, it's- I think it. I think it is. Yes, I think it is. And and again, you know, you don't want to. You know, like some councilors were on council when they gave up the. Um, the hockey rink, you know, for the kids. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of, um, you know, members of the hockey community and, and things like that that are upset with, you know, council members because of that, you know. So I, I don't want to send somebody over to a to an event to, to drop a puck at an event that, that, that possibly oh, you're could saying, be good. You know, when, when Kibbit was on, you didn't want to send a councillor to drop a puck and represent the city if that councillor was part of the vote that cl- closed Memorial yeah, Arena for two especially years. especially when you've got someone yeah. like... Uh, you know, Margot Middleton, whose family's involved in it and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, and she wasn't on council when yeah. the decision was made. And again, if you're, you're supposed to be two places at the same time or three, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what they, you know, like if, if I'm, I'm the mayor at that time, I'm, I'm not, there's no deputy mayor because I'm not disabled. I didn't get, you no. know, nothing happened to me. No. <laughs> I didn't go missing. <laughs> no, but a deputy mayor is there in case, like you say, if you've got, you got to go to a event or you're out of town in Victoria talking to the premier, the deputy mayor's here to fill in for you when you can't make it to certain places, even if you're in town or out of town. Right, right. but when I'm here, yeah. um, from what I've learned from other mayors, is that, yeah, no, you pick, try to pick people that are suitable for certain events. And, mm-hmm. and you know, maybe I made a mistake, and, but, you know, that's just what I've been told. So. You've been, and you've been busy lately? You've been, well, you were at the Special Olympics. Yeah, I saw yeah. you there at the, yeah. uh, at the thing, yeah. yeah. How'd you like my speech? It was good. Yeah, and, 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 and you cut <laughs> short to the point, and you came out with, with the athletes, and the Frank Caputo was there with the athletes, and uh, uh, Roseanne Casimir. It was a good event, for sure. Yeah, and I was at the doubles, uh, mixed doubles curling oh, yesterday for Mac, 1 o'clock, Mac, and then I went back again at, at 7, and I'll go to as many events as I, 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 I like to speak to the public. I like to go to events. I, I'm surely, I'm not, I'm not a great uh, speaker, so... But you know, like it's kind of like, like it's kind of like the, the the special olympics I, the, yeah. the the athletes yeah. helped me out a lot oh, there. Yeah. it could have backfired on me when i when, you know i know region what they could have said, region two, region well they're all in the back and yeah. they're all in the back they're going region one you know when we were underneath the, the stairs there yeah. right? they're and they're going in, region right? so i got up and i said you know i think the competition's already started yeah. so i i kind of took a chance on it because yeah. I, I i said i said maybe you guys can help me out for about 30 seconds and i and i went region and they all lit up but if they would have done nothing I would look like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but, but anyway, they did awesome. The athletes no. just 
It was. They were so excited. They 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 uh, they were saying that was one of the best opening ceremony ever. That was the fifth time we've hosted it, so that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah. Okay. And, and, and everybody else had good speeches too. Yeah, like it was nice. Cook yeah. B and yeah, yeah. Uh, and uh, Yan and Tom's. Yeah. 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 Limits on speaking at council meetings for the public should they be in place? No. For like for time time so. limits. Well, if, at, if at the, the start, time at the, the inquiry, you yeah. know, the last meeting went really long, and people were talking about how long it was. Dale Bass says maybe we should have. She's going to have a motion saying we should we should keep allowing people to talk to the to the to the council, but we should limit it as Mayor Christian did to five minutes per person, asking questions only because sometimes it gets too long. Well, you know, I I, I think what took so long was I had a simple motion to review, and look at relocating Forty Eight West. Mm -hmm. Okay. So then that motion got severed and it included the whole street. Mm -hmm. So I had to make a decision to, because now I'm within 100 meters. I mean, I guess they could have severed the motion and done the whole, yeah. the whole city because I've already, got, I've already got documentation into the provincial government and things like that to already do a review on, on facilities throughout the community. But, uh, but no, I, I, I think that I probably I should have got it stuck to 48 West. But either way, you know, it was a win-win for me because it got changed and kicked back to a, but, a division. But, but, but the issue of it, of it being too long, in, in, going forward, do you think there should be a time limit for public to talk about any issue on the agenda? Well, I, it was all about that motion. But, no, no, I, but I going sat forward, out, do you think that a no, limit but should I, be? I sat out of the room for oh, know, 20 know, minutes, know, while, yeah. and I heard it was a gong show, but I haven't even well, seen it was it long. Yet. It was very long. But, but that was just between council. But, but the point is, no, the, the, the very start when you had, uh, you know, the Sisters uh, yeah. Sleep Gallery people, you had uh, Franco, everyone was up there talking about that issue. The point is, going forward, do you think, in case that happens again on another issue, should there be a time limit for the public to speak to council during the public inquiry? You're already meeting? working long days, like you said, yeah. so. But that's okay. The public, you know, I, I got elected by the citizens of the community. Mm -hmm. By me uh, shutting the community down. No, no, just limiting well, it in five minutes. What do you well, think? No, no, because no? you know okay. what? I, I'm going to tell you, I set a precedent starting, I don't know if you guys remember, on November the 15th. Mm -hmm. Even after getting a letter of threat, not to me, but to the staff from Ask Wellness, I still allowed Ask Wellness to have a delegation. Yep. Okay, well, the old, the old mayor and council, you know, Councillor Bass was part of that. They allowed a delegation for... 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. I allowed them for, I think, 30 minutes. Right. So how can I tell a lady that's her sister's being threatened with having her throat slit, mm -hmm. um, another threatened of rape, of somebody walking right out of the building across the street, and they have concerns every day. How can I cut them down to five minutes when they've got years and years and they're still today scared stiff, and yet I allow a delegation on November the 15th to go on for 30 minutes. So a precedent so has how, been set then. So yeah, you but want to I'm keep the chair. Going. I'll cut it down. I'll, yeah. I'll, I mean, there's a guy that goes to in council. Even earlier in that meeting, I don't know, it was probably before it went on camera. There's a guy that came in, is, comes in front of council all the time. And he's being quite harsh on staff you actually told like him, you told him to, to be, be nice i remember i saw that that's right yeah, why doesn't that come up like, well, I'm just, well then, it's not a story it's, it's, it's coming it's, up right now i just but i asked but i know you told him you said why hey, doesn't hey any of my council you said, members behave, behave yourself you said to the guy <laughs> yeah, that's said, right yes, yeah yes. no i said can you just be yeah, respectful yeah, yeah you said that he said okay okay i will yeah and he was so the point is you know that hang on hang on i have one council one of my council members wants me to explain 27 years of my history mm -hmm. on West Victoria Street. Mm -hmm. Now, how long would that take? take and, and the other thing too is, you know what? I, I don't consider making $42,000 a year, and then if you're on the TNRD, mm -hmm. another, I don't know, 15, my number, 16, so what, whatever it is, but making over 55,000 or 42,000, I don't know how that became such a part-time job. I, and I'm sorry, I, I just don't see it. And if on Tuesday we have counsel and, and uh, you know, well, you, uh, think the full pay, day. you think the pay should equal full-time work? Well, if, uh, That's more, a, a lot of pay. I, I, you, bet, you bet it's a lot. I don't know. What does the newspaper reporter get? Well, 55 is not, uh, yeah, no, that's, that's uh, yeah. Media, you're not in the, in the media to get, to get rich, so 55 is, I, is, is hey, good money. Yes. I've been making a lot less than that as a, a car dealer. So what, what you're saying is it's a part-time job officially. Counselors tend to say, but it's really a full-time job. You're saying, well, they're getting paid full-time pay. It should be a full-time job. That's and what they, you're saying. And if they, you know, they've, they've obviously went to the community charter because you saw yep. the rule book that was yep. placed in front of me. Yep. But anyways, you, you, a council meeting is on Tuesday. Okay, and and you can go till eleven o'clock at night, and mm -hmm. I, and I'm sorry, but it's and a I busy will day. and I will cut it off. But I again, if I cut Ask Wellness off at ten minutes, yeah, what would have happened then?
right? Okay. And, and again, I was voted by the citizens of the community. I, I mean, if it comes to a vote, though, and it comes to a vote to uh, to amend a bylaw, and you're defeated, then it would have to be a five minute thing once the motion is debated on the 28th. Correct? I get. Apparently, I was listening on the radio last night, and apparently, um, there's already eight that that uh, yeah. I heard on Radio NL. I was just yeah. pulling into that mixer in the North Shore, and I heard that uh, Councillor Bass said that seven other of her colleagues um, think Agree the same way. So. You haven't talked to them about this? I, I just, no. No? Yeah, okay. Fair enough. Sahali, Naloxone, you went to the school. What happened there? Uh, well, I got a, uh, an email, which I forwarded to all the council members, but it sent to me, and it was a concerned citizen of the community that uh, um, it told me that there was a bunch of uh, naloxone kits, and, you know, which is, there's drugs in there and everything like that, and he was concerned about it. And so I, um, I drove up to the school and asked, went to the front desk very politely. I should have worn a face mask or something, or maybe a wig. But well, you spoke to the principal. <laughs> no, no, but no, I talked to the front. I asked. Yeah, I, yeah. Mike no, can help you. Out no, with that. I, I asked if the uh, if the principal was available. Mm -hmm. So they said yes, and they went and got the principal, and I talked to him for a minute, and asked him what happened, and he explained to me, and I said good, and then we sat the whole time, and we I used to have a we used to have a ball team, a, a group. He worked in Barrier and Clearwater. Mm -hmm. We used to have a fastball team, and there was a few of us from Kamloops, a few right. from Barrier, and a few from Clearwater. And he knew of me from there. Playing down at Charles Anderson. Charles Anderson. Yeah, and right. we played in Clearwater yeah. and everything. We had a good team, 12 yeah. years well, in a row, I think yeah. we won. But anyways, um, but anyway, he knew me from there. We talked about, you know, fastball and who we knew and stuff like that, and it was, it was a great conversation, you know. The criticism from some in the community, and I thought the story was overblown. We did report on it, but I think it was a little bit overblown. However, the criticism, and I think it's it's warrants a debate, was it's a school district issue. The mayor, you're busy. You're working 30-hour days. So you have a... No, whoa, whoa, you whoa, have, whoa, you, whoa. You sound like Brett. You, but you have enough to do, right? You have, a, you, have, you, don't have, you don't have time to do what you want to do. So that's one more thing that, that really is out of your bailiwick. So shouldn't you have just called up Rhonda Nixon and said, hey, Rhonda, I got a you know, comment. I got a complaint. Can you, as superintendent of the school district, take care of this? I think Rhonda's busy. She's very busy. But that's, that, but that's her time, thing. But at you, that would, time, you would expect Rhonda to come to the city going, and talk I wasn't to you going, about city I was, issues, I was going to, I wasn't going there to, again, I've got nothing to say about that conversation. Like I said to uh, Michael Patesio, mm -hmm. okay. Our reporter, good reporter. Your reporter, yeah. yes. Because yep. he wanted me to comment, and yep. I said, no, I have no comment. Mm -hmm. It's okay. Uh, Joe can. He called me. He's a school board trustee. Yeah. He talked to me. We had conversation. I had conversation with the principal. You don't, you don't think you, you don't think you stepped into someone else's lane. I don't think this so. This type but, of but thing. You know do you think this is what um, many people like about you? The fact that you're going to be kind of a maverick and just take a call and go and do something, rather than worry about the red tape. I mean, do you think that um, is something that people like about you? Well, I think from what I've been getting from the community, I can't even go to a hockey game now because of you guys. You know, people are running up and saying, hey, congratulations, keep going, keep up the good work. So, On the show. So, so I believe, yeah, and some media stuff, but some yeah. not so good. They're a little upset with you, but that's okay. Well, yeah, that's, that's fine. I, nobody, I, think, nope. I think it's 50-50, people who are like... I tell this to Marty when, you know, when he breaks up with you, you can't force someone to love you. You can't force someone to love you. <laughs> I know. And that includes and Marty, the media. I, I'm sorry, oh, I'm sorry no, about that because no, I, we, you know, my son it's, said there's, it's there's lots out there, but, you know, how's that going? It's the same as it was before. Is uh, it? Just, but uh, don't give up on it either. You know, like I said, I've been married for 34 years. And so when I said that to you, you know, I think, you know, you, yeah, you want to work. Don't give up on can. her. Or just don't give up on my life. No, <laughs> don't, don't, don't give, give up, up on your life. Don't give love. up on her. That's what I'm saying. Someone might be, might, might be upset with us at how, how, we, how we report things. Yeah. You can't, you can't force someone to love me. Not everyone's going to love you. You got to do what you think is right and damn the torpedoes, right? Next subject. Okay. <laughs> we're, we're running long here. We've got Sally Martin waiting. Black History Month coming up. Performance review. Can you give us your early performance review of City Council? How have things gone? Give us a grade so far. Yeah, quarter of the way into the first year. Yeah. You know, I, I think we're 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 doing we're making we're getting a lot of uh, you know housing units going. I think that um, you know that I don't think we need all the drama. I, you know, I think that um, I think that certain people have to understand that the community has elected you know um, eight councillors and a mayor, and I don't know why. You know, I've been defending myself. It hasn't been me. You know, it's you know, it hasn't been me about you know doing getting security paid for by this when I actually started security and I've got some money coming back from an old grant and all that stuff. And you know, same as you know, you know, people in my uh, corner or whatever. You know, threatening people when I don't even know the person. 
Uh, you know, I, I just think we, we've got to continue to work on the city and things like that. I some think of that, that on you, though? Can you take some of the blame for saying, you know what, I've started some of this drama, too. I can be less uh, disruptive. Well, where did I start it? Well, Dale, I mean, some of the Dale Bass stuff right off your first interview. And Excuse me, that started in 2000. <laughs> okay. That started, okay, but you, that you started when I was a concerned citizen of the community trying to get a, a recovery, recovery detox and recovery center going. And that was a counselor <laughs> saying that about me. So, yeah. so uh, what, what, where did I start? I mean, I, there's a lot of issues I think we could go through the, about where you've been a spark plug for, for drama. I mean, just the way you are. I mean, going into schools and, I mean. How did that even get to the media? I, I don't know. Mike Testio, just, he's got his ear to the ground. Well, it wasn't me. No. Okay. It wasn't, shouldn't have been drama. No. Okay? Shouldn't have been drama. There's a lot of drama. So, that, no, so none so of the you drama's me, on you. None you of the drama's on you. You tell me where I started some drama. Well, there was that, there's that one case where you and Kelly Hall and Stephen Karpak visited, um, went over to the uh, Mora house, and uh, BC Housing got a, up in a flap about that. They weren't happy with that. Really? On the record? Well, you should have seen the, the, the letter that I got. Okay, well. Okay, the letter I got was a little different. And not only that, why was Stephen Karpak and Kelly Hall's name not there? And not only that, what was I doing? You're I was the trying mayor. to get people. You hang on, them. You hang on drama. I was trying to get people that were freezing to death it's on the street. Hang on, yes. just hang on. It's a question. Okay, not only that, out of the cold had a gentleman that was in oh, a I wheelchair. Know. They yes. were having a hard time dealing with it. So going to a shelter and asking Is if you room? have any room, mm -hmm. if that's creating Damra, Drama. drama. Well, what about... Then we got a bit of a problem. Some of the okay. events you didn't go to, though, you, you already said, you know, maybe I could have been to... Maybe I could have been to some of those. I mean, that's... Yeah, but that's not that's not drama. That I, I had reason. Like I said, Barb Berger did the most work for, yes, for the Kelson Group. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the middle of a, of, a, of, a, of a meeting about housing. Like, so why is that drama? What, that's just trying to get business done as much, being as many places as you can at the same time. You cannot be at the holiday train and dropping the puck at the same time. And I don't see a helicopter waking outside every time I'm supposed well, to. Well, maybe they should get you. Well, so tell me the drama. Why well, is this the drama? Well, the drama is traditionally the mayor is at more of these types of events, and it, especially because the start of your the start of your tenure, to to start off like that. Maybe that's what people are worried that well, if he's always going to be like this and, and not showing up to these events as much. He is showing up at the events. Okay, I'm, I'm just. I, this I've, is the, where the drama comes from. I am showing up at the events, and I'm going to be a boots on the ground guy. Okay. So if somebody wants to say something about the shelters or about people on the streets or, or, or where they're coming from and everything, well, guess what? I don't get a report from way up in the sky. I get it right from the ground. So when people tell me that these people don't want to get home, I can tell you different because I just talked to a guy on the street that a year ago, I got his jacket back at 4 o'clock in the morning because yeah, another yeah. street guy took his jacket, mm -hmm. and I just ran into behind the, the uh, NL radio, the building in the crevice there, yeah. and he looked up and he goes, oh, you're the guy that got my jacket back. And he's trying to save money to get back to Nova Scotia. When I have that many people and they want to go home, mm. okay, they're adults. Mm. No, it's just a question. I was just asking if there's any blame, any blame on, that you can take at all for any of the drama that's that's happened that you say well, there's been drama. So if there's, tell, if there's not, if you say none, oh, hey, I'm asking you. No, it's, I, it's, it's been I, defense. Is, I've been playing defense, yeah. and I think the key here, I think the key is that that we need to understand that the election's over. Okay. I've been elected by the citizen community. I don't care if it was 29% or 30% or how many of the people came out. If there was 100% of the people came out, would the result be different? I don't know. Well, I guess all we can do is speculate. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like where the mayor's chain went, right? So we'll just, uh, we'll just <laughs> okay, leave, final we'll, thoughts. We'll, just, final we'll thoughts. just leave the drama with, uh, with your son in the wrestling ring, I guess, eh? There you yeah, go. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yes. All right. I know, yeah. All right, no, final I thoughts. I don't want any drama. I, I just want to, you know, I just want to get the... Get doing the work, get, get going down to the work and putting motions forward. You know, it, it's kind of like, you know, trying to put a motion forward to review a, um, you know, a facility that, that, that we should look at reviewing and relocating at 48 West because that came into a 20 minutes or 30 minute uh, just between council. Mm -hmm. The people that were there, and I haven't even seen it yet, but the people that were there in the gallery and the media, from what I understand, said it was a gong show. And, and that took another 30 minutes. And, and again, why are we scheduling? We, have, we only have council Tuesday of, it isn't every week, mm -hmm. Tuesday, and it can go from this time to 11 o'clock at night. So I don't know why people are scheduling appointments on council or mayor through that at that time. And again, I feel that it should be more of a, part, of a full-time position than, than part-time. And, and I'm sure I'm going to raise a little havoc over that but, but create again. some drama well no no no, no, no it's not because seriously no no seriously like how much do you guys get paid 
Not very much. Well, not the mayor's salary, let me tell you. I get more. I know, actually, I get more. Hey, it's the first time I've ever got. And thank you very much for the check, by the way, everybody. Thank you very much. I really appreciate it. We're paying your salary, aren't we? Yes, that's right. All right. Another rollicking edition of Reader's Digest brought to you by Club Car Beverages. with Sally Martin. You're the executive director of the Valid Dreams Foundation. How are you doing? I am doing fantastic. Thank you so much for having me. It's a busy week for you. You're getting ready for a big event. What's going on? Ooh, a lot is going on. Definitely a very big event in Kamloops after a very long time. Right now we have about 220 people registered to come for the event. A lot of exciting things and the love and support in the Kamloops community and the province of BC and uh, actually beyond BC has has definitely been overwhelming so this, in a good way. This is the Black History Celebration event. It's the Colombo Lodge. February 11th. February 11th, that's right. What is happening? What's going to be happening at the event? Well, we have a fashion show for this year. Uh, we'll have, you know, amazing models. Uh, yeah, who's showcasing. putting it on? Who's, who's going to be in the fashion show? Uh, we have different models from the community, uh, different designers uh, and different wares from actually the African store, Dede Afro Market, Afro-Caribbean Market. Okay. Um, we have a couple of designs from there. And uh, yeah, we have amazing models that are going to be showcasing that. Some are from the university, some are from the community. Um, and from all cultures as well, which is really beautiful that we have all cultures represented. Too. Maybe we should back up just a little bit. Valid Dreams Foundation, what is that? Valid Dreams Foundation, so it actually, previously we started just as a small group, uh, um, as Africa, Kamloops Africans Association, but as we moved forward and what we wanted to represent in the community, we realized that Kamloops Africans and the name was very limiting. And so we changed to Valid Dreams Foundation. And we realized because uh, a dream is something anyone from anywhere can associate with, can relate to, as opposed to Kamloops Africans. You know, if someone is coming from China or India and they hear Kamloops Africans, you know, they might think, oh, you know, this is only an organization that supports, you know, people of, uh, say, African community. But we wanted to serve the larger community. So people from all cultures, definitely trying to integrate in the community of Kamloops as well. So how do you serve them? Uh, so we do provide uh, career and uh, guidance in terms of job searches. We have a mental health support program that is culturally sensitive, which we just actually started this month. And uh, uh, we have a link on our website where people can go and book for mental health support with our therapist or clinical counselor who's really, really um, uh, taking a different approach that is different from the traditional therapy uh, with um, a lot of consideration into the cultures that people come from and the ba different backgrounds that people come from. I heard you on CBC Radio Kamloops. I was in the studio that day and you kind of touched on it very briefly that maybe your process of settling into Kamloops wasn't so smooth. Is that fair to say and why? Uh, yes, I would say, you know, I think as a newcomer, first, uh, first of all, when you come here, you know, you, you, you're not very well prepared of the challenges that you're going to meet. And sometimes um, there's not an awareness of even the organizations that are there to support you. 
uh, transition into the community. Uh, and I think one for me that has been really huge, even for other newcomers that we get to um, interact with, has been the, the shock in terms of racism does exist and people don't talk about it, you know. And so even in my own experiences of racism, I was so naive to that, that that actually happened, you know. The ones that we see usually is the explicit bias that we see on TV from America and think, you know, Canada is immune to, to such, but there's a lot of implicit bias or unconscious bias that people just don't get to talk about openly, mm -hmm. especially these communities of culture, you know, black, Indian, Chinese, they, they, they don't bring it out to the forefront to talk about it. And there's a lot of racial trauma that can be associated with that. And so that is also what Valid Dreams helps with. The foundation helps with people can come together and talk about their shared experiences and maybe push forward, try to push forward in that area. Absolutely. And one of our commitments this year is that to actually work with organization, not just individuals, but work with work and work with the organizations to be able to create strategies that are actually culturally sensitive and that are actually intentionally focused on inclusion because there is, you know, the saying piece, but how do people actually demonstrate that in an actionable way as an organization? Okay, well, I hope the event goes well. Cuisine and dancing, what can you so, tell us? Cuisine, we're going to be featuring uh, meals from West Africa, uh, a little bit of East Africa as well. Interesting thing is that there's so many different meals in Africa, different cuisines. Every country has its own, so yeah. we cannot exhaust that in just right. one event. Yes. But we hope to continue sharing this through our cultural events that we hold every month, every first Thursday of the month at the Legion. Mm. And we showcase different meals from different parts of the world, not just actually Africa. Every Thursday at the Legion, the public's invited to come? The public is invited to come at the Legion every first Thursday of the month. We'll be hosting uh, next month uh, a Latin evening where we cook food from the Latin community, share a little bit of the culture, the dance, uh, whatever the tradition is, just to be able to embrace other cultures Neat. as well. I heard Mike's a little upset. <laughs> because the Colombo Lodge should only serve pasta. That's what he thinks. He's Italian. Colombo Lodge pasta only. Now, mind you, pasta for me is a superfood because it's got like everything that you need: vegetables, protein, and pasta. So it's got like all the three food groups in it. Mm -hmm. uh, but I had a question for you, Sally. When you think about home and you're you're living here, what's your comfort food that you cook for yourself? Chapati. Chip. Chipot Chipotle. And what is that? It is my favorite. It's sort of a bread. It's almost like roti, um, which, um, you know, originated from the Indian community. And I think then we took it and kind of revised it and customized it. Uh, so it's almost like a bread. And it's one of my favorite, favorite meals to have. So Nice. Yeah. I, I think that's what I like about uh, different communities and, and groups is that my comfort food is uh, is different than what yours is, than what Bill's is, and, and uh, yeah. I look forward to your event and, and uh, checking out some of that food. Uh, website for people to, we did a story on, on the Valid Dreams Foundation's Big Night, and is there a website people can go to for, not just for that, but to find out about the foundation and about the Thursday Legion Nights? Absolutely. So the Legion Nights have not yet been um, put on the website yet, uh, but we'd be happy to update that, definitely. Uh, if anybody would like to support our organization right now or support our event, we have a sponsorship um, button on our website that is www.validdreamsfoundation.com uh, there's a lot of information people can access the programs and really want to appreciate you know organizations individuals that have really come through for us the love and the support has been amazing uh, thank you so much to bclc uh, for coming through for us canadian mental health uh, for stepping in access family resources uh, Open Door Group, which is a work PC's uh, agent as well. And um, yeah, we've really received uh, um, great and a huge deal of support from the okay. community. We should also mention, we'd be remiss, this is February is Black History Month. And Kamloops, of course, is the city that had the first black council member ever, John Fremont Smith. 
1903, 1907. So that is something that Kamloops can look back on. And there's a block downtown, a building, the Fremont building. That was where his business was. So a little bit of history for you. Colombo Lodge, Saturday. It's not pasta only. It's Black History Celebration <laughs> event. There's still a few tickets remaining. Lots of tickets remaining, uh, about um, maybe 50. I don't know if that's but a lot. But you've sold or... a lot. It's a good crowd there. Good crowd. Yep. <laughs> yes. So yep. be well, ready to have some fun and uh, bring your dance moves there. <laughs> yeah, he's sporty. He likes to <laughs> mix it up a little bit on the D floor. There you go. Yep. Okay, Sally, thanks for joining us. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Ready? Yep. Logan, <laughs> Logan Stankoven. Mm. Only a few months left to watch this guy from Kamloops. He's kind of the dream story. We'll probably never, we'll probably never see it again in our uh, lifetimes. Kamloops kid, going to the NHL, CHL rating player Mark of the year. Uh, he didn't. He never won two World Juniors gold. He was never CHL player Mark of the Reck year. Is a Hall of Famer. He, he's yeah. won three Stanley Cups. I'm saying, we'll, we'll see it again. <laughs> we <laughs> might see it again. I don't think we're ever going to see it quite like this. Well, it's very, very impressive. But I wouldn't say it's like. Never again. Well, if he goes on, if he goes on to the NHL and yeah. and has success, I think the Canucks screwed up by not drafting Logan Stankoven. And I know people say his size. Well, no, everything. they did. They they screwed up. They big screwed time. up big time. And, yeah. and and but online, people are saying, well, you know, he he's too small to play in the NHL. They don't even not, even at the time, people anymore. were saying you take a risk on Logan if you consider it a risk because he's from British Columbia. He's a great what? player. Well, I know that, yeah. and there was risk. Maybe he's smaller, but yeah. the upside is you get a local a, BC player on the Canucks who could be a star. It's part of the reason the Grizzlies screwed up and went to Memphis because they they passed on Stevie Nash, one of the greatest ball players of all time. Yeah. Well, we're not going to. Recky and Stankoven are different too. I'm we're, just saying. You know, in our, in our you lifetime, said, in our not, lifetime, you're never going to see. Well, maybe, never quite but, this drafted drafted by the Blazers. Home, hometown kid drafted by the Blazers. Did Recky not play two, for the Blazers? Two, two World Juniors, yes. two World Juniors gold Hall of medals, Fame, three Stanley Cups. <laughs> I'm just saying, maybe a generational thing. Maybe another generation. Maybe it will take 25 years to, for this to happen again. You're saying that it's rare. In, our, in our lifetimes, it's rare. The whole, yeah, it'll be in our lifetime, but I, it's rare. <laughs> well, we disagree on that. 32 game point streak is the whole fantastic, point of this. You're fantastic. not even like you've had a tough day today. You're on the phone the whole time. I got so much going. I got a meeting before this, a meeting after this. I got to write a story. I got so much going on. Not one of your best shows. Today no, it's a great you've show. Been, you've been However, here, no. The here's time. the thing, though. No, I'm not distracted. I'm right on there. His 32 game point streak. It's amazing. We talked about it on the weekend. We talked yes. about it tonight. We talk about this off air because it's such a great he's, story. He's chasing Connor Bedard who had 35, 35. game point streaks. It snapped. ended last Friday. On last the, Friday and Lethbridge the, didn't the get a point. Yep. So right now the current active streak, Logan Stankoven has it. He's trying to make it 33 on Friday. They host the Saskatoon Blades. He can never catch the all-time record holder. It was 50... 55? Jeff Nelson. 55 I think you wrote. Or Jeff Nelson in from story Prince Albert. Today. He can't... 57... 57, something like that. He can't catch him. Only because? Because he's played at World Juniors. He's so good. Yeah, his yeah. second gold medal, which Mark Recchi never got to. <laughs> That's right. But, oh. he's, but if he was playing here all the time, he could have he could have approached that record. But he's so good to get calls away to the to the World Juniors. And he missed the first four games of the season because he was with the, the Dallas Stars. Uh, yeah. stars. Yeah. Anyway, right now let's hear from Logan Stankoven talking about that streak and can he continue it? Not really too focused on the point streak. I think just... You know, when the team's having success, it makes it a lot easier for, um, you know, uh, players like myself and, and the rest of the team, you know, indi as individuals to, to have success as well. So, um, yeah, I don't know really how how it's came this far, but, uh, yeah, it's not something that I, I focus on too, too much. You must know what's going on, though. I mean, Connor Bedard got to 35, so you're three away from catching him. Has that kind of crossed your mind at all? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's been brought up a few times just amongst, uh, people around me and, um, yeah, it's, it, it'd be nice to, to be disappointed streak, but, uh, if it happens, great. If it doesn't, then, you know, it's not the end of the world, right? Um, you know, we have, we have a lot of games coming up here, so, um, lots of, lots of season to play and, um, just hopefully finish off strong leading into playoffs. What was the closest call for that streak ending so far? Uh, I'd probably say uh, in Everett, um, I ended up getting the empty net goal. So <laughs> I had a couple of really like grade A scoring chances against Everett and um, the goalie just made some incredible saves on me. So um, it was definitely nice to get that empty netter. Uh, otherwise, yeah, the streak would have been over. 
if you get to the second intermission, let's say your team's up big, so so you're likely going to win the game, but you don't have a point yet. Does that play into your psyche at all? Like, oh man, I, it, it might end if I don't score in this next period. Uh, no, not really. Um, I mean, I think you can kind of score at any time, right? So, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, obviously, it's nice to to score or get a get a point early because then, um, yeah, like like you said, you know, you're not really thinking about it. But then, um, you know, uh, there's there's lots of time left in the game. Even if you're going to the third period, there's still lots of hockey left to play. So, don't really try and stress about it too much. Any examples of teammates trying to make sure this streak continues? I mean, trying to set you up and uh, with the empty net goal, did somebody pass the puck to you? Or do you notice teammates kind of willing you to have this streak continue? Um, I don't think anything like in particular, but I think just the unselfishness of, of, of players on our team. Um, you know, I remember that Everett empty net goal. Uh, you know, Minton could have just, uh, you know, kind of iced it into the net, but uh um, you know, he gave it right back to me, which was, was, uh, you know, really nice of him and, uh, definitely unselfish. And then I think I remember it was the Prince Albert game. Um, our line hadn't gotten a goal yet. I think it was me, Semi and Banks playing together. And, um, I remember just in front of the net, uh, I think it was the sixth goal that Banks scored. I kind of just, uh, threw it off the pads and I went right to him and he scored. And the first thing he said to me was, uh, we, we kept, we kept your point streak alive. So that was pretty have you looked at the record books at all, like the all-time record books, to see where you could stack up at the end of this thing? No, I haven't. I haven't seen uh, any of the record books yet, or um, I don't even know where I can find them. Probably Elite Prospects or something, or whatever it is, Hockey DB. But no, I haven't even really looked at it. Well, I did today. So you can you can max out at fifty-three games if you were to score in all of your remaining games. <laughs> now that would leave you second all-time in the category, so you can't actually. Yeah catch the overall leader who was jeff nelson who had 56 does that bother you at all that you can't get to the number one spot no no that's uh that's insane i don't know how you can go that many games with getting a point that's uh that's impressive though so how cool would it be to be second in that category if you can somehow push it to at least 48 games then you're number two all time yeah that'd be that'd be uh really humbling that'd be super cool so um just uh, you know, have my name up there would be would be awesome. So hopefully, uh, it's going to take a lot of luck and a lot of hard work, but uh, you never know. Good show. Uh, the mayor is always good for um, you know his honesty, his bluntness. Um, never creates drama. No, he doesn't. He's, he's not a drama queen. He's and, not a spark plug. Uh, he's not a spark plug. But for, he's, he's uh, not a lightning he's a, rod for drama. He's at a all. boots on the ground, non drama guy. But he has never um, been his fault. He's. Uh, <laughs> I like having the mayor on because he's. Uh, he just tells it like it is, and, and we ask him questions, and, uh, and all you can do is get the answers from him. Some things he says, and I've said to him on the air and off, that I disagree with, yeah. his, his whole visit to the, to the school and, 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 and the uproar over kids taking home the, the locks on I kids. think people, people, his base especially, they love that. Yeah. They love that. He takes a call, he goes to the school. Sure. And they're, they're going to like the fact that he, the same people are going to like the fact that he's standing by, he never creates drama, it's, it's other people. <laughs> sure. People get a chuckle out of it. But you it know doesn't what? hurt him. You know what? That's true. And, and he's not running for election because he just got elected. But he has to appeal. The base is his base. Yes. It's like it's like uh, any politician. If 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 he, but if you want to, and there's if for whatever reason, if he wants to appeal to other people, you might want to consider their views. Well, do you think thing. that his defiance there, when he's saying, "Oh, I didn't create any drama," that is going to turn off other people? Or? Well, no, no, because what, what's happening there is, is, is the people he turns off are already turned off. The people who agree with him already agree with him. What I'm saying is if, for whatever reason, if he's running for election or if he just wants to, wants to appeal to more people, there's a way to do that, and that's not the way to yeah. do that. But that's up to whatever he wants to do. I think as far as the deputy mayor stuff goes, I mean, if he can show over the next, I don't know, five, six months that he's, that was just a blip, the, mm -hmm. the first part, then... Does it well, need to be expanded? The role, does it, but I, yeah, I'm not this, on council. They they know better than, than no, we said, do. Clearly, said, there's a reason that they're sparking this well, group. I said this in a column, and we've talked about it. And other people online have said this, and other journalists have said this. Um, uh, yeah, maybe he should be more involved, and 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 council has a uh, a point uh, in 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 expressing frustration with that. Again, though, we're three months yeah. into a 48 month term, so let's. 
I know you, you can't keep saying let's give them time, but it's still too early to say you can't give them more yeah. time. It's so early still. Yeah. Tough for us to sit here and we're not on council. No, Clearly, they've got to a point where they feel this has to be addressed. So, and we don't. They won't say exactly what they're. No, there's, there's behind the scenes on, meetings. On there's personal conversations. We don't know half of what's going on there, and and rightly so. But so uh, I think yeah. it is a fresh air, a breath of fresh air when he comes on and and says speaks his mind and says, just because you know there's pressure to not do things like go into a school. I'm that's. Whatever, I'm going to do it anyway. I mean, there's something that's admirable about, about that. I'm sure that the administrators probably don't feel that way. Or... I'll put this out there right now. Uh, Reed Hamer Jackson has appeared how many times on our show? Three times? Three. And he's appeared, uh, this is the third time? Yeah. Third well, time? this is the third time Reader's Digest, and he came on, I think, before. This is fourth time total, yeah, right? Yeah, I think so. So after his first three appearances, I've been contacted by city councillors not the same ones, who had issues with what he said or wanted to clarify or say, this is wrong or whatever. And I've, I've said, come on the show. Let's yep. talk about it. And I'll put that out there again. Why don't you come on the show and we'll talk about this stuff? Yep. And we did try and talk about issues and uh, the social disorder and what's being done about that. And he talked about strategic planning. So hopefully next time we can talk about strategic planning or something. No, there'd be a lot of, well, the budget, the budget meetings next week, we could talk about the budget, people's taxes, they're, they're concerned about that. That's a good topic. But we, we, we should reach out and we will reach out to some of the councillors and say, hey, would you like to come on in the intervening weeks yeah. to talk about not only what Reed is saying, because I'm sure they'll take some issues with what he said today, but what's going on from a councillor's point of view. And we'll reach out to some councillors and hopefully have them on in the next few weeks. Mike. Great job today. Any final thoughts from you? Uh, you know, I really like this show again. It's, um, I, I do enjoy the candidness of uh, the mayor talking, and, and uh, yeah, I, I think overall it was, uh, it was a good show. And I'm still reeling in the excitement from our hockey game that we played uh, earlier on. <laughs> well, so. you can have one of these after the show. Yeah, and I'm going to have a club car here right away um, after work. Yes, I know Gord's is too. Uh, little Gord Stevens here, he loves, first he does services. He doesn't touch the club cars until he's done his work. So he does his service, then he goes and he has a few club cars at night. In the morning, he wakes up and he has a little McDonald's to get himself going. So we thank Club Car, we thank Cords Appliance and Mattress Center, and we thank McDonald's. We thank Greg, who's not here again, yeah. but we miss Greg. I hope you're doing well, Greg. Magic Mike and Bill at the controls. We'll see you last week. I got a pee so bad.